Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. percent of Americans are worried they will never be able to retire. That is at an all-time high, according to the Simply Wise Retirement Confidence Index. There are some simple steps you can take to gauge your preparedness for retirement. It's really as simple as checking off the boxes on our retirement checklist, which is what we are going to talk about here on the show today. So glad you're here with us on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of President Preservation Specialists. And Pat, looking forward to this today, I cannot tell you how much I love lists. I live off of checklists. Really? Yes. Oh, this is okay. This Is is this a guilty admission or are you proud of this? <laughs> no, I'm proud of it. It's fine. Yeah. It's color-coded. It's got oh, little boxes. Wow. And do I 100% at the end of the day, if I did a couple of things that weren't on my list, do I add them on and then check them <laughs> off? I do. And I will do that throughout the show today also because I have our checklist challenge ready to go. But if you bring up anything else that isn't on it, I'm sure going to write it down. You're and adding it. Off it. Yeah. End. Yep. Absolutely. I so. have heard that this feeling of checking a box is there's there's a the subset of the population where this is a really big deal, right? So this is clearly you are in that camp, <laughs> which which I'm totally fine. I'm not making fun at all. I'm just just observing. You know, I'm, I'm an outside observer. Yeah, no, it, it is right <laughs> up my alley. And I'll tell you, for those of you who want to take this checklist challenge with us, what we're going to be talking about throughout the show today is the checklist challenge. Here's where you can get it. Go to retirewithpat.com. You will find a little form there where you can request your free copy of this so you can also have the satisfaction of checking off the boxes <laughs> as we go. Because I'll tell you, you're right, Pat, there's just something about checking off those boxes. So before we get into it, really what this checklist is all about today on the show is gauging our preparedness, helping us see where are the areas that we can check off the boxes and where are the areas where maybe we have some blanks, we have some weak spots. How do you, when a new client comes in, what are some things you're looking at to determine just how prepared they are for retirement? Yeah, you know, I, we were joking about the you know the check marks and things like that, Jen, but I think when you're preparing for retirement, a checklist is kind of a simple, brilliant strategy because of the fact that retirement is so complicated. So we do think that's very important. Of course, when we're meeting someone for the first time, uh, we want to know everything about the pertinent information in the areas that matter for retirement. But before we even get to that, we want to know what's on their mind, what are their concerns and fears, and and most importantly, what do they want to accomplish in retirement? And that'll help us determine you know, which areas of the checklist to focus on. Because for some people, they have to spend an equal amount of time and weigh that time on all the areas, but that's probably not the case for most people. For most people, you'll go through this checklist and you might see two or three of these areas where you might say, oh man, I am in great shape or very mm -hmm. close to it, but there's ones that are severely lacking. And those are of course ones that we want to really focus on and, and make sure you get in good shape. Right. And there are a good number of boxes here on our checklist challenge today. And this is what we're going to be going through this retirement checklist. And it's broken down into a few key categories. So we have boxes related to income. We have some on health care. There are some on risk management, tax efficient strategies, and estate and legacy planning. And really, Pat, that fits into those main areas when you were talking about helping somebody create a retirement plan. It follows along those same areas. 
It really does, Jen. I mean, we always say that, you know, there are all kinds of financial professionals out there. And one of the two ways to distinguish between them is someone who is an investment manager versus a financial planner. Mm -hmm. And this is not saying that one is good and one is bad. Certainly not. Uh, If you're looking for an investment manager, there's a lot of great ones uh, and a lot of people that focus on that. We are comprehensive financial planners. And of course, we focus on retirement. So when someone hires us, we create what we call a custom built retirement plan because it is not a cookie cutter plan. It is individualized specifically for their family. And every single one of those we've ever created has those five areas you mentioned. Uh, We have to know where is your income coming from in retirement? Otherwise, it wouldn't be retirement, right? So Mm. that's kind of critical. Tied closely to that is tax planning. You know, can we take that income as efficiently tax-wise as we possibly can? And a lot of people don't realize how many opportunities there are to do that in retirement. And then also the other one, you mentioned risk management, that has to do with your nest egg. You know, back in the old days, a lot of times people would live off of social security and a pension. And of course, that's just those are the stone ages now. And so most people need some kind of income off their nest egg. So their portfolio management is very important to them. And then the last two, you mentioned the healthcare plan and then estate and legacy. So all five of those uh, we think are very important. One or two may be a bigger priority to you. And that may be different than your next door neighbor or your Mm -hmm. cousin or anything like that. And that's fine. Um, But those are the types of areas we want to get into and excited to do that today. And, And I will mention, Jen, that the first step to creating a custom built retirement plan in our office, we call it a five-step retirement review. We do look at all five of those. And that one step, there is no cost or obligation to listeners of the show. So if you'd like to take that step, uh, all you have to do is call us at 803-9-RETIRE. And we'll have an opportunity to talk with one of our retirement planners and help you look at those five areas and see if you're on track for the retirement of your dreams. Once again, all you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And today we are walking you through our retirement checklist. This is a, a very simple way for you to look at all the different areas of preparing for retirement, see what you have taken care of, and then an idea of where some of the weak spots are in what you've done so far. Again, you can get it at retirewithpat.com. And Pat, as I said, these are broken down into a few key categories. The first one is income. So when you take the checklist challenge at retirewithpat.com, the first section is going to be on income. The first few boxes there involve your budget, which is just Mm. a bad word for so many people. (laughs) Having a written budget, having an estimate of the income you'll need each year when you retire, a couple things along those lines. Talk about how you know if you have saved enough to cover all of those anticipated expenses in retirement so you can check off the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I know you were kind of chuckling there, Jen. You know I don't like the word budget because I just I know, feel it's like cringy. it's 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 cringy. <laughs> it just it just it doesn't let you think about like living your life, you know, freely in retirement or anything like that. And so I like to call it a spending plan uh, because Mm -hmm. we we need to know if you come into our office and say, hey, can I retire or when when will I be able to retire? We need to know what you want to do in retirement, because if you you want to travel the world first class, that's going to be very different than if you want to go camping in a tent, you know, in the backyard. (laughs) So uh, so those those are going to have very different costs. So now I will mention uh, with the budget, it is really important to have an idea of that. But that is where your personality really comes in. We have clients that we can work with just fine that have a very detailed Excel spreadsheet that goes to the penny of everything they've spent over the last 30 years. Well, that's awesome because we know we have high confidence in estimating their expenses in retirement, but we have a lot of clients who don't want to do that and they don't have the skills or interest in doing that. And so we can help them estimate what those expenses are going to be in retirement. That's an example of where you know hiring someone who's been through retirement many times with other clients can be of a lot of value because we can help you get there. And sometimes we'll even have people retire and we've got kind of a range in mind. Um, now, that's not going to be, you know, 3000 a month to 10000 a month, but it might be 5000 We're estimating between 5000 and 5500 a month that they want in income or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are different ways to do it. And that's where, again, it can be individualized and personalized to your preference. As we're going through this checklist challenge, um, we need to take an inventory of our income sources and how they will be taxed. So when you look at the next few questions here, it's I know the income sources I'll have in retirement, and then it's got those all listed. And a lot of those blanks we can fill in, right? The pension, the Social Security, what we might have if we have rental properties, the income coming in there. That's the easier box, I think, to check off because I think we all have a pretty good handle on that. But the next one is I know how each of these 
income sources will be taxed. I think we can get tripped up there. How do you know if and how those different sources will be taxed? Yeah, there's actually a, a quote um, that where someone says that it's almost like we have two different tax codes in America. We have the tax code that we all live by for our whole lives until mm -hmm. we retire. And then the rules are dramatically different. <laughs> a lot of them are the same. We still have the same brackets, um, you know, our dividends are still taxed the same way and things like that. But there are many different rules. And generally speaking, something like a pension or a 401k withdrawal is going to be fully taxable. Social Security, interestingly, the answer is it depends. You know, there's a pretty complicated formula for how your Social Security might be taxed. And that can be a dramatic difference. And that's one of the areas that we love to look at with our clients, because if there's any way we can reduce the taxes on your Social Security, if we could do it every year, that could save you easily tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. But even if you'd save the money once, you know, in one year, that could save you many thousands of dollars. Right. So I think those are the kinds of things we want to look at as trying as figuring out not only how much income you can create, but also what's going to be left over after Uncle Sam gets their share. Yeah, so many things to keep an eye on. And in general, the reason why we're talking about all of these different aspects here of our retirement checklist it's because a lot of people are worried that they won't even be able to retire. They're afraid they won't be able to afford that. The Simply Wise Retirement Confidence Index says 44% of Americans are worried they'll never be able to retire. Charles Schwab has a modern wealth survey saying only 33% of Americans have a written financial plan. So, Pat, that means nearly 70% of us don't have one. Mm, yeah, that's right, Jen. And I know a lot of you are worried you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire. And most of you don't have a written financial plan. And a written financial plan can help you feel more financially stable. So you don't have to be one of those people worried if your money will last or if you can even afford to retire. We have a process for helping you create an income strategy. And we start with what we call our five-step retirement review. If you're listening right now and you don't have an income strategy, and based on the numbers, you probably don't, we invite you to call so we can help you create that spending plan to figure out how much you'll need for the retirement you've been dreaming about. And also help you look at where you're gonna generate income um, and how to generate income off of your nest egg and try and create as much as you possibly can. There's no cost and no obligation for this analysis, but you need to have saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call 803-9-RETIRE and ask for your retirement income analysis. Again, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. You do want to take advantage of this special opportunity from Pat to try to help make sure that you won't run out of money and you might be able to boost your returns over time. So get started today at 803-9-RETIRE. Now, if some of your income in retirement will be coming from your retirement savings, you could get hit with the highest penalty in the tax code if you aren't careful. We have more income boxes to check on our retirement checklist. That's coming up next. Hi. This is John Farley. For the past 12 years, you've seen me on TV. But before becoming a meteorologist, my first degree was actually in finance. My parents, like a lot of people, didn't know much about the financial world. As a result, they got exploited by some not so honest folks. That's why finance has always been a passion of mine. And for the last six years, I've been working with the team at Preservation Specialists to help people just like you plan for your retirement. What I love about Preservation Specialists is that we are locally owned and fiercely independent. That means we simply work for you. If that's what you want in a financial advisor, then give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Don't make the same mistakes my parents did. Work with an advisor who can help get you to and through retirement successfully. 803-9-RETIRE firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. You can download your copy of the 37-point retirement checklist right now at retirewithpat.com. That's retirewithpat.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Nearly 70% of Americans are missing a written financial plan, and people without a plan tend to feel less confident about their future. So how do you get started on that path toward more confidence through planning? 
That's what we're talking about today. We are walking you through our retirement checklist to help you get a handle on what you might be missing. You can play along at home. Go to retirewithpat.com. That's where you can find the checklist challenge. You can fill out the form to get started on that today. And then you can start checking off boxes. If you aren't able to check off the boxes with us, That is a good thing as well, because then you know exactly what questions that you have for Pat so you can get those gaps in your plan closed. So, Pat, that's, I think, the other thing to talk about as we go through our checklist challenge. We don't want people to feel discouraged if they can't check off the boxes. Now they have more information. Now they know the questions that they need to ask. So it's actually, I think that's a kind of a positive spin on it as we as we go through our checklist challenge. Right. I, I could not agree more, Jen. I mean, it's one of those things, of course, we, we know the, the ostrich puts their head in the sand and we know right. that's not a good thing to do, but that's human nature for all of us in so many areas of our life, right? Where we just don't want to deal with something, we just ignore it. And, you know, that's something with retirement that, you know, having done this for over a couple of decades, I know that that is human nature, that we want to ignore things that either we don't understand or is overwhelming, um, I think is certainly one. There's not instant gratification to be thinking about retirement planning, you know, 5, 10, 15 years beforehand. So uh, we just kind of kick the can down the road. But when you are getting close to retirement or if you're getting worried about retirement, identifying the things you have done should be more of an encouragement than a discouragement. Mm -hmm. And then if there's things that are left, then um, that's awesome because that means, like you said, you know exactly what to target. And to me, that's just just an opportunity to appreciate, you know, where you're at right now. Yeah, absolutely. So again, retirewithpat.com is where you can request a copy of the checklist challenge. It is free. And then after you've gone through it and you have boxes that you can't check, then you know exactly what questions to ask Pat and the team, and you can get a hold of them by calling 803-9-RETIRE. So, Pat, as we are going through the different areas, the key areas of our checklist challenge today, another box to check is that our strategy is inflation-adjusted. This one seems like another one that might be a bit of a challenge to check that box. How do we factor in inflation? You know, inflation is definitely one of those topics that is tricky, Jen, because I always say uh, it's one of those things. In, in fact, in my first book, Save Your Retirement, I called him the invisible enemy mm-hmm. uh, being inflation because it's just something in most days we don't think about. If the cost of milk goes up 3% over the course of the year, who's going to pay any attention to that, right? Mm-hmm. But if buying a new car, uh, if the price doubles in 15 years, holy cow, does that change our lives, you know? And that's, you know, that's in a timeline that that could affect our retirement. And so I think this is really important when you think about, we've been saying for a long time, people retiring today are under some of the most difficult challenges that we've ever seen because pensions are disappearing. Social security uh, has serious funding problems. We expect taxes to go up. Um, the stock market has been very highly elevated that we're worried about. And then interest rates are paying almost zero. And the only silver lining we've had for a long time is, well, at least there hasn't been inflation uh, that's been very bad. And now, of course, this is something that's on people's minds all the time because we're worried about what's going to happen with inflation. So uh, it is just simply something that we have to plan for. It has to be part of your income plan that we create. And we can even stress test it. We can say, well, instead of what if it goes back to 2% a year, let's see if it's 3 or 4%. And that's one of those things when we build your income plan that we can help give you peace of mind to make sure that we've incorporated that. So another one of the income boxes on our checklist, Pat, is about Social Security. It reads, I know the optimal time to draw Social Security to help maximize the amount received after taxes. So how do we determine when we should start taking those Social Security benefits so we can check that box? Oh, Jen, you threw in some of my favorite buzzwords there. I love it. Yes. (laughs) So Social Security, when should you take it? This is uh, just a really important question to ask. And by the way, I love the fact that people are asking this because earlier in my career, no one would ever think to do that, you know, because no one knew, no one even thought about it. They just, Mm -hmm. they were either thinking, well, I'm worried about it going away, so I'm going to take it early or I'm going to take it the day I retire. And that was pretty much all the thought that went into it. So the, the buzzwords that you threw out there is that maximizing your Social Security 
is actually fairly simple. It's just you delay it as long as absolutely possible. And generally speaking, you can delay your benefits up to age 70. But of course, the obvious question comes, well, what if I want to retire before that? Then I need something to live on, right? And so we like to change that. We don't want to talk about maximizing your Social Security. We want to talk about optimizing your Social Security. And the first time I heard that, I thought, well, that sounds like kind of the same thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but what optimizing does is it really takes into account your personal situation. And believe it or not, Jen, we have seen people where it makes sense. Uh, let's take a married couple as an example. Sometimes it makes sense for both people to defer their Social Security as long as possible. Sometimes it makes sense for one to take it immediately and one to defer it as long as possible. Sometimes it makes sense for them to both take it earlier. And that may sound crazy, but it depends on so many things. It depends on your age. It depends on how much income you need, how much that's coming from Social Security. It depends on if you both worked or if only one of you worked. It goes on and on and on. And this just really hits home why we talk about a custom-built retirement plan. Because if you're taking cookie-cutter advice on your Social Security benefits, that could be harming you significantly. And so right. this is one of the reasons we think this is so important when we're talking about your income plan. We want your income plan to be customized, but we also want how you take your Social Security benefits to be customized. And that's why we offer our five-step retirement review. We offer that at no cost and no obligation to our show listeners. And the income plan is one piece of that. All you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. Again, the first step is just to call 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists going through. We are walking you through our retirement checklist today. Talking about Social Security right now, clearly something that we need to be thinking about. But with Social Security, Pat, it could be tempting to make a quick decision based on our age. Sometimes we, we get a little ahead of ourselves and we think, oh, when I turn 62 or whatever, I'll go ahead and start taking this. Talk about why this needs some careful thought. Well, I think one of the things about Social Security, Jen, is that pretty much everyone has some type of benefits available to them with Social Security. So it's just one of those things where we need to uh, understand the best way to incorporate it into the rest of our plan. And sometimes people will either think, oh, I need a lot of income in retirement and who cares about Social Security? Or you might be thinking, again, depending on your age, you might be thinking it's not even going to be there for me mm-hmm. or you know, they're going to tax it so much. It'll be taxed in oblivion. <laughs> and so <laughs> the thing is, the government, it, these politicians love to spend, but they also love to kick the can down the road. So I would say we want to get as much benefits as we absolutely can out of it. And we don't know what the future holds. And so there are steps to take there. And that's definitely why it's part of our comprehensive plans to make sure we're doing the best to optimize your Social Security benefits. Now, aside from income from Social Security, we need to understand, and this is a big one, that how we're taking income from our different accounts can potentially impact our taxes. And that is another one of these boxes that we want to be able to check on our checklist challenge. What do we need to think about, Pat, when it comes to taking money out of all of those different accounts? Yeah, the the big point about taxes that that we love to talk about, Jen, we learned this from um, David McKnight, who's the best-selling author of the book Power of Zero. Uh, We had him in to speak to our clients a couple of years ago. We've had him on the radio show a couple of times as well. And what he talks about is there's three ways your money can be taxed. And just think of it like three buckets where you save your your nest egg. You have your tax-deferred accounts. That's where most of us have kind of been told to funnel our money, 401ks, traditional IRAs, and things like that. So that'll be fully taxable when we take that out in retirement. You have your taxable accounts, and that's just like a regular savings or investment account where you paid taxes on the interest or the dividends or anything like that. And then you have tax-free money. So a Roth IRA would be an example, Roth 401k. And it's really, really important, really valuable to stop and look at where you're accumulating your money, because that's going to have an enormous impact on how that's taxed when we take it out. And that's obviously what you were asking about, Jen. The reason that's important is that can mean the difference between a completely different tax bracket. It can also mean the difference between having a large amount of your social security taxed or none of your social security taxed. Mm-hmm. So we can see situations. And you know, one simple example, Jen, is right now our tax brackets go from 12% to 22%. It's an almost doubling in one area right there. And so if we can find a way through being strategic with where you're accumulating your money, if we can keep you in the 12% bracket, when you would have been in the 22% bracket, that could save you thousands of dollars every single year for the rest of your life. And so those are the kinds of things that we think just having a little bit of forethought and planning can be incredibly valuable. 
Right. And when it comes to taking the money out of those accounts, we have to be aware of things like the penalties if we get it wrong. Pat Forbes says required minimum distributions can trigger the highest penalty in the tax code if you don't follow the rules and you don't want steep penalties and potentially higher taxes leaving you with just a fraction of the money you were counting on for your retirement. That's absolutely right, Jen. If you make a mistake with your required minimum distributions, the penalty for not taking the full amount of your RMD is 50%. That's five zero of the amount you should have taken. In addition to the income taxes on that distribution, you really need to understand the timing of your RMDs because they could push you into a higher tax bracket, trigger higher taxes on Social Security benefits, and even cause a higher Medicare premium surtax. For listeners of today's show, if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-9-RETIRE, and we can help you create a retirement income plan that includes a strategy for these types of distributions. There's no cost and no obligation, but it's for listeners of our show. And call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care, so you definitely need to be able to check those health care and long-term care planning boxes on your retirement checklist. We'll get into that and much, much more on the other side of the break. Stay with us. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And today we are walking you through our retirement checklist. What we have, if you want to play along at home, go to retirewithpat.com. You can request your free copy of the checklist challenge. What it is, it's a 34-point checklist to help you gauge your readiness for retirement. And of course, the positive side of this, if you go through it and there are boxes that you can't check, then you know exactly where the weak spots are. You know exactly what questions that you need to ask and get those addressed. So no downsides here. You either have the boxes checked or you know exactly what areas you need to address. And that would be the positive there. And as we were working our way through this, there's a lot on income here, Pat, in our checklist challenge. And one of the things we were starting to get into in in this last segment was taking money out of our different retirement accounts. For a lot of people, that's going to be an income source. And there's a lot of boxes on our retirement checklist about this. But there's a lot of mistakes we can make. How do you help people avoid missteps when they are trying to take money out of their retirement accounts? Yeah, taking withdrawals either one time or monthly, you know, income withdrawals from your nest egg. This is a topic I, I love talking about, Jen. I think it kind of gets swept under the rug a lot because it doesn't sound doesn't sound very exciting. Right. <laughs> but um, but this is something for two reasons. One is you mentioned specifically retirement accounts, so I'll start there. That is definitely something. Retirement accounts have very different rules than other accounts. So, for example, generally speaking, most retirement accounts you have to be at least fifty nine and a half to take money out without some kind of tax penalty. There there are some loopholes. There are some accounts that don't work that way. So that's just one thing I'll add there. But generally speaking, that's how that works. And then once you reach age 72, now that triggers your required distributions, which means there's a certain amount you have to take out of those accounts, whether you want them or not. Good old Uncle Sam wants to start taxing that money and doesn't want to wait any longer. So there's some specific rules there. And you have to follow those rules. It's very important. Uh, was just talking with one of our um, advisors about a client of theirs who is retired and is not yet 59 and a half. So we were talking through strategies for how to help them avoid those penalties. So it's a great example of that. The second thing, I'll, I'll expand that a little bit, Jen, and mention just how and where do you take money out of your entire nest egg to live off of, either for monthly or for one-time distributions. And the reason I'll bring that up is the number of times we'll have someone say, hey, I, th- I was thinking about buying a car. I'm d- debating whether to borrow, a, you know, get a 0% loan or take a large chunk of money out. I was trying to decide where there would be a penalty, where I can access the money if it'd be taxed 
taxable or not taxable. And, and we always try to just tell them as soon as we can, hey, that's part of having a comprehensive planner. Our job is to be prepared and to help you figure out where can you get that money so you're not paying any kind of you know fees or penalties. And also we're minimizing the, the taxes as part of that. And that's where it depends on what type of advisor or planner you want to work with. You know, if you're working with someone who works with anyone of any age, they may not have an expertise on how to do that in retirement. Whereas you're, if someone's focused in retirement, they're going to have those kinds of understand those ins and outs. And then as we talked about earlier, Jen, you know, if you have an investment advisor, they may be really good at managing your investments, but they, that might not be anything that they even care about talking about, you know, mm-hmm. you know, which accounts to take out of. Whereas our planners are, looking at this comprehensively and trying to help you figure out what's going to make the most sense for you. So it's definitely something that I wanted to make sure to dig into a little bit. And and what's a good way, Pat, to get a better handle on some of these things, the taxes, the fees, the penalties, and the potential impact on our retirement? Well, I, I think when it comes to things like taxes, fees, and penalties, all of those can have a, a significant effect on our retirement, and I think that the you, Jen, you might you might think I'm I'm kind of bailing out of this one, but this is so indiv- <laughs> it's so individualized. Sure. You know, I don't know how anyone can give general advice on mm-hmm. that. You know, other than to avoid fees, avoid penalties, and and look, keep your taxes as low as possible. Which, of course, everyone's thinking, well, duh, that's what I want to do. <laughs> so, but right. you know, like one example, we were talking about taking money out of your retirement accounts, and most of the time, you have to wait till you're 59 and a half. However, there are some 401k plans that will allow you to tap into that, say, for example, when you reach 55. So that's just one of those unique things. Not every one of our listeners will have that capability, but certainly some of them would. And so that's where if you're working with a professional, you want to find someone who's going to be you know, detailed enough to dig into those types of options and help you figure out where you can go so that you're keeping as much of those withdrawals as absolutely possible rather than going to the investment companies or to Uncle Sam for additional taxes. Right. Just a lot of things that you want to be thinking about. And, and one of the challenges here for a lot of people, Pat, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. Um, so it's a, it's a good thing to just talk about and, and bring it to people's attention that there are things like some of these these taxes and these penalties and some of the fees that we want to be aware of. Those are good questions to be able to ask, especially, Pat, I imagine as you're doing some of those initial conversations, getting that initial analysis done, that's where you're going to really learn a lot about what all's going on with your money and how things are laid out, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, we love the idea of the checklist challenge because um, it just makes you more informed of of where you stand. And the other thing, you know, it really uh, comes back to our philosophy, which is, you know, there's all kinds of people that, you know, like a Dave Ramsey that give general advice, you know, on the radio or online or something like that. And a lot of that advice could be really good advice, but it's general. You know, he doesn't know all the particulars of your situation, um, doesn't have time to. You know, even if he's taking a, a call in question, it's only about right. one specific thing and he right. has no idea about the rest of your financial situation. Sure. So we just think it's so valuable to have your situation individualized. And well, look what happens. We have a checklist challenge and then you are individual going through and documenting where you stand. And even if you don't do anything more than just do that and see where you stand, I think there's tremendous value in that. But of course, most people are going to go through that and say, okay, well, I went through all these questions and now I realize like I've got a lot, maybe you've got a lot of things right on track, but there's a couple of things where you say, oh, these are items that are concerns for me and I want to address that. And maybe it's something you can do yourself or maybe it's something you can do with your attorney or with your accountant or something like that. Maybe you don't even need to talk to a financial planner, uh, but certainly some of those, a lot of people want to talk to somebody and try and figure out how do my taxes in the estate planning tie into everything else. And of course, so many people hire us because they're trying to figure out how do I create that income plan so I know how I can retire and not run out of money? Or how do I invest my money to create that income in retirement? Those are, of course, two of the big ones um, that we work with every single day. And of course, that's why we offer a five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation for listeners of the show is because we want them to have an opportunity to talk to a planner before they even have to pay anything. So to take advantage of that offer, it's 803-9-RETIRE. That review is the first step towards creating your own custom-built retirement plan. Once again, to get started, just call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And today we are walking you through our retirement checklist. It's a 34-point checklist. And Pat, there are some questions on here about health care and long-term care. Nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care. That's according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The costs vary quite a bit by location, but the median cost of a private home in a nursing home is over $100,000. So 
my goodness, a plan to cover potential long-term care that needs to go on our retirement checklist. What are some of the options for helping us be able to check those boxes, Pat? Yeah, you know, uh, when I first started uh, in the 90s, Jen, um, long-term care insurance was kind of the baby of the industry, and everyone thought, oh, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And unfortunately, what's happened is that industry has been hit really hard by a lot of claims from people needing nursing care, and they didn't price it properly. So this is one of those things where our advisor team actually sat down and kind of said, let's look at every single one of these options and the pros and cons so we can educate our clients and talk about that. So, you know, we can quickly go through some of those options. Of course, the most basic one is to do nothing nothing, which means you are self-insuring. Um, so if you don't have any kind of insurance or any specific plan, that's what you'd be doing. And, and that's okay. That might be what makes the most sense for you. But rather than just doing nothing and putting your head in the sand, we want to actually, we want to call it that. You know what I mean? We want to say, okay, your plan is to self-insure. The other one is if you're planning on spending down your assets, you'd be looking to qualify for Medicaid. Um, that is, um, you know, a, a difficult situation to be in. So uh, hopefully uh, that's not the primary goal of most of our listeners. That's a possibility. Uh, you may be hoping to have family take care of you. Uh, of course, there's certainly um, pros and cons to that. Uh, there is traditional long-term care insurance. And then one of the things we always want to mention is uh, the industry has found uh, what we, we would call hybrid solutions, Jen, mm -hmm. and that would be something that might kind of take a, a life insurance policy and a long-term care policy and almost mash them together. Uh, and then also there are annuities that have long-term care benefits as well. And, and the reason those have gained popularity is because um, it doesn't have some of the um, downsides of traditional long-term care insurance. And then also, it could be a way to either not have a premium or um, have the premiums do something else for you. And so that's one of those things. Those have become more interesting and, and more popular uh, among people approaching retirement. And, you know, Pat, for people who we talked earlier about that satisfying feeling of being able to check off boxes. <laughs> and it's for some people who check off that box because they say, well, the kids are going to help with this or, or we've got a family plan in place for this. There are family members and they say, got it, check it off. What do you say to folks who are who are saying that's my plan and that's why they're checking this box? Well, I think if someone is planning on having a family take care of them for long-term care, that is certainly all right. It, they just We just want to make sure they're doing that with both eyes wide open, and the yes. family is as well. Yeah. And uh, th this has really been illuminating to me, Jen, because we've worked with Lisa's Care Connection. It's one of the charities we've supported here locally, and uh, I've been on the board there for a number of years. You just see how caregiving can just exhaust and mm. uh, you know put stresses on a family yeah. and uh, we've seen it in our family uh, as well and uh, doesn't mean that it, it's not necessarily the right option for you but we just want to make sure that every part of your plan is well thought out and it's going to work in the best way possible and so those are the you know additional thoughts that I would want to add on that topic. Yeah, so important to think about some of those things. And the reason why we talk, as I said earlier, you know, 70%, some 70% of us will need some type of long-term care. You look at medical costs every year, more than half a million Americans file for bankruptcy due to medical bills. So something like a healthcare emergency, a catastrophic illness or an accident, Pat, that can knock you off your feet physically and financially. And that's why we talk about planning for these things. Absolutely. You know, imagine how fast your life savings could shrink if you don't have a strategy in place to help protect your money and your family from financial threats like skyrocketing healthcare costs. And it's not going to get any cheaper in the future either. Nobody is saying the cost of medicine or surgery is going to go down over the next 20 years. It's just going to keep going up. Medicare will be there for you, but the reality is it doesn't cover everything. Out-of-pocket healthcare costs can still add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars over your retirement. That's why we want to help you create a strategy to help protect your retirement income from risks like skyrocketing healthcare costs, learn about the options for healthcare coverage in retirement, learn about options for long-term care insurance for yourself and your spouse if you have one, and find ways to plan for healthcare costs so you don't have to choose between taking that vacation or spoiling your grandkids and paying for your doctor bills. A major illness, car accident, these things can sink your ship in retirement. It's a reality you just have to face. Call us today to talk about some of the ways we can help you create a financial strategy to protect your lifestyle, your livelihood, and your family from healthcare costs. To get started, just call us at 803-9-RETIRE. There's no cost and no obligation. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury. I wanted to discuss what's called a Medicare Advantage Medical Savings Account, or MSA. You may be familiar with plans called Health Savings Accounts, or HSAs at work. 
MSAs are similar but have some interesting differences. With an MSA, instead of contributing to the MSA, the insurance company puts money into your account. For example, one plan has a $5,000 deductible, but the insurance company puts $2,000 into the account at the beginning of each year. These plans will have aspects which are like supplemental plans. You can go to any provider that accepts Medicare in the United States. You don't have any network of providers. And you need to purchase a separate prescription plan as they don't cover prescriptions. But like Advantage plans, they have a zero-cost premium, and the insurance company handles all the claim payments, not Medicare. So if you're familiar with HSA plans, these plans will function in the same fashion. The difference is the insurance company is contributing monies into your account instead of you. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. You can download your copy of the 37-point retirement checklist right now at retirewithpat.com. That's retirewithpat.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is walking us through our retirement checklist today. The latest retirement confidence index from Simply Wise says 44% of Americans are worried they'll never be able to retire. That is at an all-time high. Charles Schwab has a modern wealth survey saying only 33% of Americans have a written financial plan. And that, of course, Pat, means 70% of us do not have a plan. So a lot of people are lacking here, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, if you're worried about being able to retire, if you're not sure if you can afford to retire, that means you probably don't have a plan. By the way, Jen, I would say we have lots of very successful, financially successful people that work with us and very rarely do any of them have a plan. Mm-hmm. So I, when I see 33%, I'm thinking, wow, that's much higher than yeah. I would have expected. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, the retirement checklist we're walking you through today can really help you gauge your preparedness for retirement so you can see where the gaps are. And I, I think that's just incredibly valuable. Right. And when it comes to the risk you're taking with your money, there are some boxes you need to be able to check on the retirement checklist as it relates to risk. Again, retirewithpat.com. That's where you can request your free copy of the checklist challenge. You can go through this and see how many of the boxes that you can check. So Pat, some of those boxes are things like an assessment of your risk tolerance and any adjustments to your level of risk. Let's talk about what that means and how do you figure that out? Yeah, we have a real strong philosophy on this, Jen, which is that uh, when you are 20 years from retirement or more, um, you know, standard investment philosophy is fine. You know, stocks and bonds being as aggressive as that you're comfortable with. When you get close to retirement, we just feel like you have to throw all of that out the window. And that's because the risk of stocks and bonds can be so dramatic. It can mm-hmm. absolutely, you know, if you retire, if you're unlucky and you retire at a bad, inconvenient time mm-hmm. and the markets crash or bonds drop in value or whatever, it can literally change your life uh, for the worse. And Gosh. we want to make absolutely sure that that can't happen. So we like to talk about the three worlds of money where you have you know, we start with, and this is basically the entire concept of my last book, The Retirement Secret. We start with, if you think of like a financial house, you start with the roof, uh, which is your growth money. And the reason I start there is because that's where most of us have our money funneled into because Wall Street loves for us to have Hmm. our money in mutual funds, in our 401k and things like that. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with having some of our money there, but just understand that's your growth money. That's also your risk money. And so when you are far from retirement, you may want to have most of your money there. But when you're in retirement, you can't afford to have all your money there because you need to have some of your money in other places. Now, if I go to the bottom of the house now, we're going to talk about the foundation of the house. That is your rock. That is having some type of safety and guarantees to it. And of course, once again, when you're far from retirement, you may not need much of that. But as you get into retirement, you probably want some things that have a principal guarantee and maybe even an income guarantee, like a pension or social security or an annuity that has you know an income guarantee on it. And then there's a middle section I skipped over. We call that the walls of the house. And that literally is defined by not being in the other two. So it's not tied to the stock market in like the growth money, but it's not guaranteed like the foundation. These are investments that are creating diversification. What our clients love about them usually is they're creating dividends. So they might be paying four or five or even 6% a year, which 
most of the time people are amazed something even does anything like that anymore, and they're designed to be more stable. And so when you're thinking about your risk tolerance, you can think of the pie chart of stocks and bonds and cash if you want to, but we like that three worlds of money, the foundation, walls, and roof. And you know, someone might say, well, I'd like to have a third in each of those. Okay, well, that gives us a great starting point. We can see if that's going to help you accomplish your goals. And someone might say, I don't want to have any money in any one of those three. You know, there's one of them I don't want my money in, and, and we can see if that fits. You know, it may not. Those are the kinds of things that we think can be much more valuable than just looking at a pie chart and kind of picking, you know, saying, oh, I, feel, I think I'm moderate or something right. like that. I, I right. think it's a much, much better approach. But it sounds like you're going to need a little bit of both, and there's a balance there. So how do you figure out the right balance, Pat, when it comes to what money's in growth positions and what money is in a safer place with our retirement savings? Yeah, so that is so important, Jen. I mean, it's one of those things where uh, when we talk about the three foundational uh, rules of investing, the first one is there is no such thing as a perfect investment, sadly. You know, if there was something that was totally safe and made lots of money, that would be great. But of course, there is that doesn't exist. So that's why we have to divvy your money up into different places. The second thing that I would say is, and this is something that is not talked about in the financial literature very often, but what actually matters most about investing isn't the rate of return. It's measured by whether you accomplish your goals. And that's where we need to talk about what are you actually trying to accomplish? Are you trying to get rich? Or are you trying to make sure that you're never broke in retirement? Those are the kinds of things that you really need to stop and think about before you start selecting your investments. And then the last piece, it comes back to kind of ties back around to some of the things uh, that, that you and I talk about all the time, Jen, which is where are you at in life? If you are far from retirement, then your goals are probably just to grow that money as much as absolutely possible. If you're in retirement, that's probably fairly straightforward too. You're probably trying to squeeze as much income out of your nest egg as you possibly can. You probably want to preserve that nest egg as long as you can. Mm -hmm. And you'd like to have some growth if you can. But a lot of experts say it's that middle phase when you transition from the early phase to the retirement phase that can be the trickiest of all. And so that's really when a lot of people hire us because they're trying to figure out, okay, I think it's time to get serious about retirement. I've got my money. The markets have been good most of the time. Is it still where it should be? And a lot of times it's time to start beginning that transition from one over to the other. And Jen, we've just had so many people come into our office, whether they've hired us or not. And they've gotten tremendous value out of that discussion because mm -hmm. they, they've started realizing like, oh, I'm in a different phase of my life than I was, you know, five or 10 years ago. And I need, I need to be looking at this differently. And so that's once again, why we offer our five-step retirement review at, with no cost and no obligation to listeners of the show. We think there's value there to take a look at that with one of our planners and help you see if you are set up properly for your comfort with risk and also for where you're at in life. To get started, you just have to call us at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, there's no cost or obligation. That number is 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And today we're going through our checklist challenge. You can play along at home. Go to retirewithpat.com. That's where you can request your free copy of the checklist challenge. And of course, as we've been saying today, the good news is if you aren't able to check all of those boxes... The good news is you know exactly where the weak spots are and what questions you need to ask. Pat, there are a few more areas here on our checklist challenge that I'm, I'm hoping to squeeze in before we <laughs> run out of time here today. One of those involves tax-efficient strategies. Let's talk about some of the boxes we need to be able to check in that section on tax-efficient strategies. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, when you're talking about tax efficiency in retirement, Jen, this is one where it's, it's so valuable to take a step back and realize, you know, being tax efficient or tax smart in retirement really is completely different than when you're working, mm -hmm. right? I mean, when, right. when we're working, most of the time, we would love to make as much income as we possibly can, which means we're going to pay more income taxes. And that's, you know, not the end of the world because we're making more money. In retirement, now the game has completely changed. Uh, for most people, they're getting Social Security. Maybe they're taking money out of a 401k. Maybe they have some savings or investments. But we actually get to control where you tap into your nest egg. And that can really have a dramatic effect. In fact, I mentioned earlier, David McKnight, the author of the book, The Power of Zero, the name of the book comes from his idea that if you could structure things things perfectly in retirement, you actually could be in the 0% tax bracket, which is kind of a crazy thought to have. And I'm, I'm not saying that's possible for everyone, by the way, <laughs> but that is taken to the extreme, um, how tax efficient you can be in retirement by how you decide to structure your accounts and your income in retirement. So we think this is one of the most important and valuable topics for people approaching retirement today. Pat, how much of an impact can those taxes have on your retirement? 
Well, this is something that we think as far as the impact taxes have on your retirement and your retirement income, we think this is not only important, but we think it's maybe the most timely thing Mm -hmm. to be talking about right Mm -hmm. now. And that's because our government, our politicians have been spending like crazy. You know, we are over $30 trillion in debt as a country right now, which is completely mind boggling to me. And every single expert agrees there is only one possible solution to our debt, and that is taxes will have to go up at some point. Now, of course, no one knows when that's going to happen, but those taxes are going to have to go up. And now this is a huge problem for people that are approaching retirement or in retirement. And that's for a couple of reasons. You know, you are the people who have saved your whole lives and accumulated the most. So now you're going to be affected by this change. But the other thing is, what was your generation told? It was oh, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. Mm -hmm. So what you should do is just sock it away in a 401k, defer the taxes, and pay taxes later, and it'll all work out great. Well, guess what? That may not be the case. What if today's 22% bracket, because we are in such a horrible financial scenario, because the politicians won't stop spending, what if 22% becomes 32% or 35% or 38%? Um, I mean, this is so what we do uh, for clients, Jen, especially those that are really concerned about this, uh, we will do a tax stress test on your retirement. And we like to look at what happens if those brackets, if they all go up by 10%, what's going to happen when that happens? happens. And it's really powerful because that is individualized for you. So it's going to take into effect, you know, how much you have in 401k versus money that is, you know, outside of those tax deferred accounts. And I think, Jen, it's just been really eye opening for so many of our clients as we've done that over the years and can really help you make smart decisions about your taxes and your retirement planning. Right. And Pat, there are even more sections and there there are even more boxes on this retirement (laughs) checklist that we haven't even gotten to today. But again, the key areas in you can get your own copy. Retirewithpat.com is where to find it. Request your free copy of the Checklist Challenge. The key areas that are addressed in this, income, health care, risk management, tax-efficient strategies, and then estate or legacy planning, which we didn't even get to here on the show today. But Pat, talk about how you help someone create a strategy that can address all these areas, all these boxes we've been trying to check today. Yeah, Jen, when we created our company, what we wanted to do was really stop and think about what it would actually accomplish. And we were founded in 2004. And back then, uh, most financial professionals were more simple. It was more of a investment management or something of that nature. And we wanted something comprehensive. We wanted something that would be something where everything ties in together, but because we believe those five areas really do fit together. Your your taxes, of course, affect your income in retirement. And for almost everyone, your investments affect your income as well, because you need to take something off of your nest egg. And then, of course, who owns your accounts, who the beneficiaries are, those tie into your estate planning. And then for most people, they have some kind of risk of having to pay for healthcare costs. So that ties in with your income and your investments as well. So all these things really should fit together. We always think of it like a jigsaw puzzle. We want those pieces fitting together. And and if you don't have a cohesive plan for those things, then uh, how can they even work together? And so that's what we wanted to accomplish. It's been just exciting to see over the years how many families have felt the same way, that they've appreciated that approach. And uh, that's the reason we call our plans custom-built retirement plans, because it is a comprehensive plan. It's designed specifically for you. And that's why we created the five-step retirement review. And there is no cost or obligation for that. It's just an opportunity to sit down with one of our planners and see where you stand in those five areas and see if there's ways that it can be improved. To get started with that five-step retirement review, you just call 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, there's no cost and no obligation. Call now at 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. That number one more time is 803-9-RETIRE. That's all the time we have for this week, but be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat, and we'll talk to you then. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. 
you should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.